Hey, good evening, and welcome to the Uptown Parlay Podcast. Now your host, Ace. Welcome to the Uptown Parlay Podcast. We got Ace, Ant, and Malik. Oh, snap, it's summertime when we're here. I can't believe it. What up, everybody? Yes, we are back after a long-awaited break. July, back in the dog days of summer, we are here with you, giving you some good information. And I'm in Texas burning down like Sarah Ricardo in Terminator 2 <laughs> with all the fire and stuff. It's 100 and something degrees out here. Whew. How y'all doing? Still that bad? Yeah. I'm showing yeah. Ace earlier. 100 degrees every single day, nonstop, yeah. ever since June started. It's been 100 every single day, right? Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> It's also you know you know what else is a hundred degree a hundred wow. my 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 bill my electric bill is a hundred and up because <laughs> I keep keep that AC on. Yep. Wow. Well, you have to. They should lower mm-hmm. the electric bills to accommodate because it's not like you know it's not like you can go without. You know, it's actually illegal in AC. San Antonio for them to, to not have it. Not have what? right. So that's what I'm saying. Not have air conditioning. Yeah, mm-hmm. if your oh, air wow. conditioning is messed that. up, it's illegal. I need to I have that, that law put in place in Massachusetts just for July. Yeah, if you live in an apartment building, I knew if you live in an apartment building and your mm-hmm. AC's not working, your landlord can't deny you service. Like he, that, they have to. That's a Georgia thing. Hmm. Just here too. Mm-hmm. They have to provide you with air conditioning. So they're all laws. They don't have stuff. to pay for it, but you know you got to pay for it. But still, they have to provide it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, well, all yeah. If, the even if you can't af- if you can't afford it, they still have to provide it. Even if you can't afford to buy a new air conditioner, like they could take yeah. it out of your rent or whatever. But you have to; they have to provide it for you. You see this, folks? This is the kind of quality information you're going to get here listening to the Uptown Parlor podcast. Yeah, especially when we come out of nowhere in the middle of July. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be breaking out the AP top twenty-five real quick. And speaking of Georgia, they are number one preseason, followed by TCU, followed by Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, Tennessee, Pennsylvania State, Washington, Tulane, Utah, Florida State, USC, Clemson, K-State, and Oregon. And not to mention Malik's favorite LSU Tigers at 16. That's a that's a travesty. That they're 16? Starting us out at 16, which... They're not expected to win their conference, so that's why. I'm trying to remember when we ended the season at. What we ended the season at, like... Eight. They won their bowl game, so that was pretty good. Yeah, won the bowl game. And I can't remember where we, where we ended the season. Like, where we were ranked at the end of the season after winning that bowl game. I think we were, like, we were in the top 10. So the fact yes. that we dropped six seeds, six six spots in the... We. It's we now. Preseason. It is we. I didn't know you were on it's the been team. We, it's, look, it's been it's been we for a very long time, my friend. And uh, but hey, we're on a roll because our women won the basketball championship. Yeah, our baseball team won 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 the college world series. No, they so, did. Yes, Ole they Miss did. did. Didn't Ole Miss win? No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Matter of fact, they didn't even play. The Ole Miss wasn't even in the college baseball world series this year. Yeah, it they was, were. It Ole was, Miss beat Miami. No, not in the championship. It was LSU versus Florida. And oh, LSU wow. beat them. That's so, right, because they had all the NIL money. That's right. Yeah. And I got me a championship, baseball championship t-shirt. Are you serious? I got a women's championship shirt for the women's uh, team. <laughs> hey, so you didn't hear me earlier? One. He said we. So he's yeah. part of the team. So you got to have you, he gotta are, are, are you he officially a booster now of uh, LSU? Are you, are you in the purple uh, club? 
Let me figure out. Let me, I'm gonna figure out how I can do it. If we start, he's like, we start monetizing this show. I sure will. That's where my money's gonna go. Speaking <laughs> of monetizing it, if we, we, uh, our listeners and people who follow me on the blog, we still have our one. Well, we have two sponsors. Uh, Viager.io, V-I-A-G-E-U-R.io for all your travel planning needs. And we also have our friends at Sheets and Giggles who gave us a promo code for 20% off. That was active through the end of the NBA Finals. Promo code Uptown for 20% off all your orders. Um, I got my sheets in the mail and they're actually helping to keep me a little bit cool. You sweat a little bit less in the summertime if you don't have an AC like I do. I live in the Northeast, so you don't really need it up here. It's not as wild hot as it is in Texas. <laughs> That's about 93 is the highest we've had, but that was still pretty damn hot for Massachusetts. But yeah, we're going to be getting some more ads, getting some more stuff going. And LSU, I didn't know, I didn't realize Malik was so deep into it. Who knew? Who knew? He, you heard him say we earlier. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for Tulane because they're not a big money school. I'm going to see them win. So go New Orleans. You just like the, how the name flows, right? Tulane? Yeah, that's how they yes. say it down there. Tulane. Tulane <laughs> University. The number nine, too. So they have a pretty easy way. Next year, they're going to do, they're doing an expanded playoff. So I think eight teams are going to get in. Yeah. Or, yeah, eight teams are going to get in. So all Tulane has to do is basically run the table again and win the American. And the group of five, the best group of five team is going to get in. So there's six auto bids. So Buffalo can actually have a chance of making it as long as we can hold on to our coach and doesn't lead to go get some big time job. Who knows? But uh, honestly, I'm predicting that a Pac-12 school will actually get in this year. So whether it be Washington or Oregon with Bo Nix, I think they're actually going to end up beating USC. There's no way they're going to let them leave. As nice as Caleb Williams is, he doesn't have as good of receivers as he did last year because Jordan Addison is gone. So I know Caleb Williams is going to be the number one overall pick unless that kid Drake May out of um, North Carolina really does something special. He is built like the he is built like quarterback from San Diego, from the Chargers. Um, my favorite uh, fantasy QB who blew it in the playoffs at the Jaguars, but we will see. You know he's your goes. favorite? Not I mean, he is, he is my favorite fantasy QB. I mean, Fields doesn't really throw enough CDs, but I'm hoping Fields with uh, DJ Moore are going to do some things this year in the NFL. But we're not getting to that till August. That's premature. All right? No premature celebration. <laughs> what I'm focusing on is Oregon winning the Pac-12 and showing them why, they're, why they are where they are. And Tennessee finally taking down Alabama and winning the SEC. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see Tennessee and LSU in the SEC title game, if that's possible. Or South Carolina, who somehow went 9-3 last year for the first time in a long time. And I'd like to see Texas keep losing, especially now that B. John Robinson is gone and Arch Manning is on the team. I don't think he's going to play. And the dude in front of him has a mullet, which I hope I'd like to see that kid keep playing. I don't know if they keep playing that racist ass song down there, but <laughs> the eyes of Texas just gets on my nerves. But it is what it is. Wow, it is. The players are protesting. They were like, "Listen, we're not standing for this." But the boosters like, "Listen, we paid money. They're gonna stand there on that sideline." So they figured <laughs> it out and start talking to them, and they gotta go stand out there. Money talks. Yeah, money does talk, which is why LSU won uh, baseball national championship. And so half how long of those you guys think gonna be in the pros? Hmm? How long do you think Manny's going to be sitting on the bench? Uh, the kid, in, 
front of him is really good, to be nah, fair. Man. Like, nah, I mean, the, kid, the, the kid doesn't sound like he has Arch a name. Was, you like the kid. Arch was the right number here. one recruit in the country. Arch was the mm-hmm. number one quarterback recruit in the country. Fair. Yeah. If he's if, if if unless this kid unless what was the kid Quinn Ewers Quinn Ewers from yes. South Lake Texas. Yes. So he is. I mean, first off, you know this is his last year of eligibility, right? Well, this is Ewers. He's, he's not. He's a sophomore. No. Ewers is Ewers is already projected to be the fourth, the third or fourth quarterback coming out in the twenty twenty four NFL yeah. draft. So, so after this year, he's he's going to try to leave because basically he came out in the COVID year. Got a million dollars yeah. in LIL from Ohio State. Never played a snap. Then immediately transferred to Texas, and they went eight and five last year. Whatever. Right. So it's it's at the very least it'll be at the most sorry it'll, at the most it'll be a season. At the most it'll be one year, and Arch will be starting by a sophomore year, which makes sense. Like that trend that trend is about right because then he'll play for two years and then he'll come out. So yeah, Quinn Ewers will be he'll be he'll be the starting quarterback. He'll play the entire season. They'll treat. They'll try to find ways to get Arch Arch a couple of couple of shots if if they he plays in blowout games, or you know something like that. Then they'll give him an they'll give him an opportunity. But um, the only the only way I see to a- answer your question, Ant, the only way I see Arch like totally sitting and not getting on the field at all is if Quinn is really if Texas is playing really great football and Quinn is in the running for you know a Heisman. Um, late in the season. Otherwise, I think Arch will be the starting quarterback. Um, he, he'll be the starting quarterback def- definitely by next year. That makes sense. I forgot that he, that's right, everybody got that extra year because of 2020. I keep forgetting about that COVID year. So there are technically guys that, there's actually one guy who's going to be 25 years old who still has an extra year eligibility left with Oregon, but they don't know if he's going to come back yet. So it's getting kind of crazy out there. But I'm picking South Carolina as my upset team this year in the SEC and also Pittsburgh in the ACC. I think they're going to do some damage. I'm not I'll a big believer. Of course you are. That's the only team you know. You don't even know the team in your own city. So I'm not listening to you. <laughs> What's their mascot? What's UTSA's mascot? Don't worry about that. Okay. Lauren <laughs> <Florence>. Benyamas. <laughs> <laughs> Everything, everything will become the Wembenyamas. Yep. Has he, pull, has he pulled up to his mansion yet? His customized seven foot <laughs> six entryway door. That kid is Not just yet. massive. He's yeah, he looked you, massive did, like the first game. Did y'all see him dunk without like he made a layup without leaving the ground? He just tippy toe and just he's barely jumping. He's barely jumping off the floor. It was so slow. Yeah. It was crazy. He's seven foot. He's seven foot five in sneakers. I just wish he had that man, Antonio McDice aggressiveness. Just like if he I had say, that, then he'd be jumping. Did you reference Antonio McDice? Yes, I just want him to have that height. I just want to have that aggressiveness and jumping. <laughs> if he had I, just, I been, as far as for that is concerned, as jumping just to get there, because then he wouldn't got hammered on his first game. Well, when I mean, you're seven, foot, when you're seven foot. When you're seven foot five, I don't think you can jump all that high. Like I don't think it's like you don't number one, you don't have to, but I also don't think that you actually can. Like I've never heard of a seven foot, I've just never heard of a seven foot guy with like a 36 or 40 inch vertical. Like it's just not that just doesn't make any sense. I'm sure I'm sure that they they test them at you know at combines and stuff like that. But if you had a seven foot guy with a 
40 inch vertical like that would be i don't know what that would do Same. to their to their extremities you know what i mean like yeah i think when Benyama doesn't have to jump and that's a good thing because he can't really jump <laughs> what i do know is you won't see him playing in any programs like uh chet holmgren did last year so yeah that is but that one is thing bad. i noticed that he plays like a guard though yes he's got guard he, he skills does. But he's not going to be playing for France in the uh, FIBA World Cup, so I am low key taking the odds on um, Canada to get the to get that silver medal because they got Jamal Murray and they got SGA playing for them along with RJ Barrett. So if they could find a center, Kelly Olynyk can give them some good minutes at the five. Maybe they could win that when it comes to FIBA, which is also coming up at the end of July in the Philippines and in Japan. You got a lot of them. He's prepping for the... Uh... Oh, trust me. I'm going to be betting that. I'm going to come back on here and do a special show just on that alone for everybody who's listening out there. I know that's going to be going big. Shout out to everybody in the Philippines who's listening to this. I know we got two or three people out there who actually download this every now and again. And Q-Dub, Washington or Oregon? Pac-12, Washington. Seriously. Those are two 10-win teams that got better. Their quarterbacks got better. And Washington has a lot of talent. They have a lot of talent on their team. I'm not expecting much out of Ohio State because they're changing over their whole quarterback. And they lost a couple of wide receivers. Marvin Harrison Jr. is still there, but he's only there because he couldn't get drafted yet. Otherwise, he would have been a first-round pick, which is kind of a waste, unfortunately, for him. So we'll see. But moving on real quick, we are moving on to the NBA free agency recap. Somehow, some way, the Knicks didn't really sign anybody. Miami is still trying to get Damian Lillard. And James Harden is stuck in the Sixers. Nobody really wants to trade for him. And the rumor is, is that even Yudoka shut it down, him going back to Houston, which I'm kind of surprised by because they needed an adult in the room. So they decided to go out and get Toronto's own undrafted free, the highest ever paid undrafted free agent. I'm forgetting his name, escapes him right now. FVV, Fred Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. Thank you. So and I didn't hear about the Yudoka oh, yeah. James Harden to be there, which, He's, you know, I mean, I guess he didn't want any, he didn't want any, any, you know, any competition at the strip clubs. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, Harden puts it down and Harden, Harden loves the Houston nightlife. So, you know. I had to get out of New York, man. Exactly. So, um, but I I don't know. Free agency was a bit of a dud for me this year. You think so? It didn't surprise yeah. you that Draymond got the money and they shipped off pool to not at DC? all. No, not at all. They had to make a decision about that. And why why, you know, after what was Jordan Poole's, what was that game one? That game one debacle that he had, um, Oh yeah. In that second round against uh against against uh who they play? Lakers. Um yeah, he, he just never seemed to fit to me in terms of you know the fit for that team. And if they had to pick one over the other, I figured they were gonna go with Draymond just because the loyalty, but also you know what he the way he works with Steph and the rest of those guys on the team. So I wasn't surprised about that. Yeah, nothing really surprised me. I mean, the Bradley Beal trade for sure. That was a bit of a shock. No, I wasn't surprised Chris Paul got traded because I knew his his money was gonna be, you know, they're paying guy thirty million dollars for for and he wasn't he wasn't the 
he wasn't the he wasn't the third best player on that team anymore. You know, on a nightly basis. So wasn't surprised about any of that. Um, some of the signings that that we saw were pretty interesting. Like like when Middleton, you know, opted out of his contract. Did you really think he was gonna leave Milwaukee? Like, no, like no, he's not going to Milwaukee. He was staying there, you know. <laughs> like, you know, they opted out so they can get a long-term contract. So there was no but he might have that... all of the money that was available on other teams. Like I thought yeah. if if Portland decided to actually build around Dane, I thought there was a legitimate chance that he could end up there and Jerry and Grant would end up moving over to Milwaukee. I thought there'd be a little bit more player movement between teams. But that new CBA kind of shut everything down. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, Kyrie's Kyrie re-signing with Dallas, you know, the Lakers signing all their guys back. You know, it was all, you know, speculated. And Gabe Vincent. And yeah, and and signing Gabe Vincent from Miami. But yeah, was that a big deal? Like Gabe Vincent was in the finals, but was he really in the finals? Like, was he? Were? This is what you're going to say right now? He so, showed so up to class. So he was, he, oh, he just showed up. <laughs> he was there. He showed up to class. He's, he's like the water boy. He just showed up. Come on, man. You still hating. Listen, as a Nick fan, I'm not happy about how that series went. We should have been able to beat them. But Gabe, no. Vincent, Gabe Vincent cooked the second unit. Now, was he getting cooked I, by Brunson every single saying, game? Yes, he was. I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm saying I'm saying that, you know, they got through the East and that was cool. Mm. But when they got to the finals. Denver showed the Miami Heat that they didn't belong on the floor with them. Like that was it. Like period. You just don't belong. None of you belong here. <laughs> you know, Jimmy, you cool, but you know, Bam, you know, you could you could have you could have your fun because you know Jokic don't play no defense anyway. So you know that's 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 all well and good, but the rest of you, you don't belong on the floor with us, and we're going to show you why. And that was it. So yeah, but uh, no, Gabe Vincent is a good player. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not knocking him. I don't know if he's gonna is he gonna start in LA? I mean they they let go of um Schroeder. Schroeder. Schroeder had to go. Let Schroeder. Schroeder I don't even know where Schroeder is, I'm gonna be honest. Toronto. He went so wow, he swapped places yeah. with Fred Van Vliet. That's kind of wild. Yeah. Um Toronto yeah. didn't make any other move. They thought they were gonna be able to re-sign Van Vliet, but you know, Houston opened up the bag and they gave it to him. Just listen to y'all guys, just shows how bad the Knicks are. What do you mean? The Knicks are fine. The Knicks are fine. Y'all didn't even bother talking about Obi. There was well, Obi got traded well, for two second round picks. There was no move to make. Let me know? be. The let Knicks. me be very. Yeah. I, no, I have. I have a lot to say about Obi. He listen. I wanted him to stay, but the team didn't really have a role for him. They don't believe in playing him in the second unit more minutes. They don't believe in him the same way they believe in quickly. So he's never going to be a twenty-five to thirty-minute a night guy with them. Because if that would have happened, it would have happened over the past two years when there was more space for him to play. And they decided not to do that. Because when Mitch was hurt, he didn't even play more then. They decided to give his minutes to um, the power forward or the other center, who's 6'10 and a little bit heavier than him, Jackson Hayes, who's got a couple of, not Jackson Hayes. Um, I'm forgetting his name. But the guy they signed in the second round of two years ago, that draft. Instead, they signed his younger brother to a two-way deal and somehow traded him. And they signed his younger brother, the two-way deal. I thought they were going to keep both of them on the same team and keep him happy, even though he might not be increasing his minutes because he showed something in the playoffs to me. He contributed and kept him in a game. And the fact that he could do that without even really getting more than 15 minutes a night, you know, that's pretty good. He's showing some progress. But they couldn't get a first-round pick for him. They couldn't get a rotational guard. They couldn't even get – they didn't even trade him for a backup power forward, which is what he was to us. 
and he was getting better with three-point shooting. And what's annoying to me is that he's super athletic. And I think what happened with Trevor Ariza when he left the Knicks, he's going to blossom. He's going to play great. And because he's in the I was going to say, what about if he blows up? <sighs> That's, I'm going to be pissed because, no, because Trevor Ariza filled the role on a championship team. He became like a 13-year vet, and that's a goal to have, and especially for somebody like Obi Toppin who took three or four years in college to come out into the NBA and, like, play another 13 years. That's a great career. Does that mean Trevor Ariza was a Trevor Ariza was a very good defensive player. And he got a ring. was able to find – that was able – he got – I think he got more than one, but he was able to find Two. a niche – he got a niche. He found a niche on a bunch of different teams. He wound up playing for a bunch of different teams because he's a very good defensive player. He's a great teammate, and he's um, you know, and he can hit a three. He can, he can hit an outside shot, right? Mm-hmm. Obi is, you know, for everything that Obi is, he's not a great defensive player, and he doesn't block. And he and he doesn't rim protect. He doesn't. He does not a great rebounder. He's not a great defensive player. He doesn't rim protect. What he does really well is he runs. He's super athletic. He can finish at the rim, and he runs. You know, and he's he, he can you know run and push the break. I he can push pace, and he can shoot a little something. He's not really a great shooter. Um, I think he was a little overrated coming out of Dayton as a shooter, but he's not he shot, a great shooter. He, he shot in the mid thirties. He shot in the mid. Yeah, he's a, he he needs to work on that. Look, I think he landed in a great spot. I think landing in the on the Pacers with Halliburton. With um, Matherin, with Miles Turner, like a you know a legit you know um, a legit you know scorer that can step out and shoot a three, like so he's not clogged the the paint is not clogged with you know the way it was with Mitch Robinson. I think that you know he's gonna have a perfect. I think I think this is the perfect spot for him. That said, I don't think Obi Toppin ever becomes, and I never did think that Obi Toppin ever becomes like the you know the all star level. You know his 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 best contribution is the only time he's going to be there for All Star Weekend when he gets invited to another slam dunk competition. He's not going to be playing wow. in an All Star game. Wow. Okay. I like Obi and I like Obi a lot, but Apparently he is not what that he is. Much. Not he is what much. he is. He is what he is. I was perfectly fine with trading him, and I'm and I'm not surprised that the Knicks weren't able to get more than a couple of second round picks for him because I am. Even though he was the eighth pick, what did he? What what production? What consistent production did he provide? Now, granted, the Knicks didn't give him the opportunity. Exactly. The Knicks didn't but, give him the opportunity the, to really the points do it. off the bench. But the reason why he didn't get the opportunity to do it is because the thing that the head the head coach of the Knicks is looking for, he wasn't able to provide, which is defense and rim protection. Can't do that. You can't play. Sorry. As uh, you know, because you can't put him in any lineups with Julius Randle. Right? He can only play as Julius Randle's backup because you can't. Put him in a small ball five, and and play Julius Randle at the four because he can't rebound and he, he, he blocks shots. You don't play the same level of defense that Draymond plays. That's not so Randall, right. So they can't. So either you're trading Julius Randle and you're getting rid of Julius Randle and you're you're making way for Obi Toppin or Obi Toppin is going to play twelve minutes a game and that's basically what happened. So, um, yeah. So happy for him, but wasn't surprised he got traded. And then was not surprised that the, the Knicks went out and signed Dante DiVincenzo. Um, I am for what they once, gave they, once they cleared up the cap space for it. They're giving DiVincenzo more money than what they gave to um, Gabe Vincent and Max Struess. Max Struess is getting $12 million a year. No, he's not. He's, he's better than player. Gabe Vincent. No, he's not. Sadly, he's taller than him, but he's not a better he was basketball drafted. player. He was drafted. Gabe Vincent, Gabe Vincent was not drafted, okay? 
let's put it like this. Would you rather have um, the other Martin brother, not Caleb, but the one that was in Miami? Would you have that Gabe Vincent? Caleb Martin is the one that was in Miami. No, Caleb Martin is. Then who's his brother in um, Charlotte? Because they're twins. It's Caleb Martin and something else. Well, would you Caleb rather have, Martin was the shooter of Miami? I don't know. Would you rather have Caleb? Mar- would you rather have Caleb Martin or Dante Divincenzo? I'd rather have Dante Divincenzo. I don't care about Caleb Martin. I don't care about anybody in Miami other than Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. That's it. Okay. It's literally only the only players in Miami that are worth talking about at any wow. point. So. Um, okay. Yeah. I wow. Look, I knew who Dante DiVincenzo was when he came out of college because he went to a prestigious school and he was drafted out of Villanova. I didn't know who Gabe Vincent was until the finals of last year. I know that dude was a guy. Okay. <laughs> it's like, who's number two? Who is this kid number two on the team on the Miami Heat? And how the hell do you get, you know, the fact that they continue to talk about how many players on the Heat, you know, you know over the last few years, how many, how many guys that start on the Heat. They, you know what the, the funny thing about that is? When they talk about, you know, guys that play on the Heat that weren't drafted, mm-hmm. it's not attributed to the talent of the players, attributed to Heat culture. Like, 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 look at these bums that we brought in and now we have them playing, playing, you know, high-level basketball. Wow. It's not because they've improved themselves. It's because of the Heat culture. So if that's the case, then, Jay, then Gabe Vincent is going to suck ass in L.A. So it's gonna, he's going to be horrible over there because he's no longer in the Heat culture. Listen. Players like that don't all of a sudden just just fall back. They know they got to compete every single day. They know they got to get better. The fact that he was able to steal minutes off Kyle Lowry, who won an NBA title, and was making $30-something million a year, shows how good Game Vincent was. I think, in my opinion, he's e- Caleb, Caleb Martin is equal to what Dante DiVincenzo gives you. Dante Probably. DiVincenzo is getting more money, and that's what's like, I don't understand. Caleb Martin wasn't up for a contract. Yeah, he's exactly. I think I think Max Struess got more than more than DiVincenzo. But what you're telling me is DiVincenzo is going to do more for the Knicks than what Obi did because he's a better defender and a worse and about the same shooter and a little less. He's going to get more minutes. I I I I'm not wouldn't be surprised he, if he got more he, minutes. Than he's Obi the did. one that's going to get us to the Eastern Conference. He's going to get us past the Celtics. Thing, no, or get no. us past the Sixers in the second round. No, or Miami. No, not at all. Not at all. Or, but neither was Obi. But neither was Obi. Obi wasn't doing oh, it either. Man. So look, let's 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 call a spade a spade. I love Obi Toppin, but he was he was no uh he was he, he was no uh, Marvel. Um, no. I got his jersey, so maybe I can trade it in for something. I don't know. I'm gonna hold on to it. See well, you can just hold on to it. His brother's still on the team. <laughs> they just give him his brother's number. That'd yeah. be crazy. Just say it. I got to reprint it. That'd be exactly. hilarious. Anyways, um, the only free agency move that kind of surprised me was the Bradley Beal trade. I did not think that I did not think that the new owner was just going to load up. But one thing I learned from listening to a couple other podcasts, um, one in particular, David Sampson, who used to be the president of the Miami Marlins or the Florida Marlins at the time. As soon as you buy any professional sports franchise, you get to write off all the player salaries for the first four years. That's a depreciating asset. So by loading up all the salary now, kind of like what Wilpon is doing with the Mets, he gets to write off all these crazy salaries that he's paying out to everybody. So by getting Bradley Beal now, by getting Kevin Durant, by getting Booker, and also having um, the best player, well, the best defensive player, I think, on that team, who's still not really fully bought in and wasn't really getting along with the coach, first overall pick, and their center, um, they got to figure that one out. But by having all those guys all on the same team, 
DeAndre Ayton, they got to figure out how they're going to, you know, make this work because basically they're not going to have any bench. They signed a bunch of minimum players and they'll see how it goes. But I can't believe they're going to be paying $56 million to Bradley Beal, but good for him to get paid. I'm all for the players getting paid, but I really don't see how this works out basketball-wise and, like, how it actually makes them win. Because the only thing that's holding back Durant, real talk, is injuries. But these guys are at the tail end. And I really don't see how they're going to get through the Western Conference and just roll over roll over Golden State, who's loading over one last run with their core. Um, who's going to – how are they going to stop Sacramento, who I see getting better. And also Denver, who's, you know, still top out West, and they really don't have an answer for them. So as long as Jamal Murray stays healthy – and comes back next year fully healthy. I don't see how it's going to make a difference. Washington will be interesting to me. I want to see if these guys can actually make it work with Kuzma and Poole. I think they can share the ball and both get 30 shots up. And I'll, I'll definitely be betting on them to make the over. I don't know what it's going to be, but I think they'll win more games than what Vegas has to beg for. That's what I do want to say about that. Moving on to the New York football Jets. Ant. Are you happy that they are finally on back on hard knocks after a 13-year layoff? Um, I said this earlier in the, ch- in the chat before. Um, I'm 10% happy as a fan or whatever. You know, I'm rah-rah, you know, keep posting up those old 2000 and what's the name? Old Jets um, hard knocks intros, you know, because I just love the song when it comes with the Jets. It just makes it look more epic or whatever. But 90% of it is kind of pissed off because I want these guys to be not distracted. I want them to be focused. I don't want nobody to be focusing on them. I mean, it's already the whole offseason talking about them like crazy. Every single second I see something popping up about them. Even when it's not happening, I see people making conversations about them. I just want them to, you know, keep it a little bit low-key, but whatever, it is what it is. Get to see my team. Either way, mm-hmm. I would have saw them there, and I would have saw them on the what's the name thing, too. The, the Jets on program, one the Jets drive. So either way, it would have been the same thing. It's impossible to be low key when you acquire, you know, the biggest name in football next to Patrick Mahomes. Like Tom his Brady's name, Tom Brady is no longer in football. Oh. So therefore, that's that's that can't happen. Um, no, Aaron Rodgers is as far as you know, name quality and name name recognition is concerned. Tom, you know, Aaron Rodgers is is he's up there, you know. So, Josh Allen. <laughs> so when you when you sign a guy or when you when you acquire a guy of that level of popularity and that level of notoriety, you know, it's 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 just definitely going to um, you know, intrigue intrigue the the rest of the football world. I mean, it's the first time Aaron Rodgers is playing away from the Green Bay Packers in his entire NFL career. You know, the Jets have done this before where they've acquired a big name quarterback, you know, via trade and put them with a team of young, you know, young players and young stars and, you know, roll the dice and see what's going to happen. It's a great look. It's a great story and it should be a great story um, for hard knocks. I just don't know how I feel about, you know, I don't I don't know what I think about Aaron Rodgers being a. Uh, a media darling and being, you know, providing sound bites and all that stuff in the way that, you know, a lot of other uh, players have in, in, in with, with hard knocks in the past. Come on, you got to admit it. You still got a little bit of the feeling of hating the guy, whatever like that. I had the same thing for Tom Brady, even though he was making himself look likable with um, Tampa Bay. I was like, you know, fuck you still. I mean, I don't particularly care. 
The last remember, thing, the last, the last image of the last image I have of Aaron Rodgers is losing to my Detroit Lions, and you know, walking out of the walked out of Lambeau Field and him, you know, damn near crying with Randall Cobb. Like that's just great. That's just great cinema for me. So I don't care about whatever. <laughs> whatever he doesn't, whatever he does in the Jets is whatever I could care less. So you might got that saved on your on your, on your phone somewhere. <laughs> that video. Oh, I have that. I have a screenshot of that. That do you really of him? I do. That's 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 very. I did a screenshot. Oh no, that that was. I'm not gonna lie, I was cheering for y'all too because I did pick the Lions that last week, the last game of the season. So I needed y'all. After all he did in every year, having to play the Packers, week 17, week 16, no matter how how well we were doing, no matter how bad we were doing, we had to play the damn Packers at the end of the year, and that this year, although last year they had something to play for, we didn't, and we still whooped them. That's great cinema for me. That's just amazing. So I would have loved, I would have loved y'all. One of your Lions players would have said, "I own you," just like how he kept on trying to say it against the Bears. I wanted to see the one of the Lions players say, "I own you." Well, <laughs> I'm I, I'm going to find it. The the cornerback that picked him off three times last year. He he did. He he had some he had some choice words to say about about Aaron Rodgers, you know, and his exit from uh, from Green Bay. I'll find it while you guys are talking. That was pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. I did enjoy watching that game because Jamal Williams was just going off. And then his interview after the game was just like all over the place. I was hoping that Detroit could get in, but we already knew that it wasn't because of, um, I forgot what the other tiebreaker was at the end of the game. But it was kind of nice. the Giants, right? Yeah. And then that was uh, Seattle. Seattle. Oh, Seattle. Seattle. Seattle got in with Geno. So that was a nice story. But I knew Seattle won't go in that playoff game. And now the Giants don't want to pay Saquon, which I think is kind of nuts. Part on three million dollars a year. Meanwhile, this man's been carrying your team for three years. You gonna hey, pay Daniel you know, Jones forty million dollars? Like out of your minds. You know, Daniel Jones don't even deserve that much money. <laughs> Listen, compared to Zeke, I'm not gonna say he don't deserve it. But if he can get forty, you can give Zeke sixteen. You can give him sixteen for two years. Because if you don't think he can play two more seasons, then why would you want him on your team? And he probably take a three year. Like sign him to a four-year contract, guarantee the first two, and then the last two just won't be guaranteed. You'll still get to control his rights and front load the Zeke deal. Elliott. Zeke Elliott for the vet minimum now, you know. The, the, <laughs> the last image I have in my mind of him just getting crushed after he hikes the ball to uh, Dak, which I just think is an insane play. But going back to the Jets, they have the same. The Jets, the Ravens, and the Dolphins all are plus 1,000 to go to the Super Bowl to win the ASU championship. Kansas City's plus 330. Oh, wow. Buffalo's plus 500. Cincinnati's plus 550. Texas actually moved up. On most of the sites. Yeah, well, signing Aaron Rodgers will kind of do that to you. If you'd have got them before they got Rodgers, I think you could have got him at plus uh, 3,500, which is where New England is at. Because Mac I think Jones, even now is a good time to get, a, get on them. Mac Jones might get replaced. I would jump on him now if you really believe that much in him, honestly. Because I do think they're going to have the best defense in their division. I don't think the Bills' defense is going to get much better. We don't know how Vaughn Miller is going to be when he comes back. And aside from that, I think Buffalo's still struggling because I think they're still going to need some safety help. So Poyer and some and Micah Hyde. So we don't know how healthy they're going to be because they weren't healthy last year. So we'll see how they come back. Yeah, but I really Buffalo's defense, though. If they're healthy, they can be they can be up there. Listen, man, I saw what Cincinnati did to them in the playoffs, and I picked that perfectly. My record in the playoffs on this podcast was amazing because I knew who was going to win. But that's team. without Vaughn Miller and without their safety, without okay. their safety help. Yeah, and I knew they weren't going to be there. We knew before that yeah. game started. Yes, but that's last year. I'm talking about those sleep on it this year. 
if yeah. things were things are running smoothly, look well, out. That that's a good defense. I have no offense in it, but I have more faith in the AFC West in the AFC West than I do in the um AFC East. I think Justin Herbert and the Chargers and um well actually that's really pretty much it. It's just the Chargers I have more faith in. I don't know what Denver's gonna do. They're plus twenty five hundred to play in the AFC championship. I would probably I could see Denver winning the division, but I wouldn't be that shocked. But it'd be it'd be a bit surprising considering how good the Chargers were and how good their defense is. They still got Matt. They still got both over KC. You got a lot, you got a lot of faith in the Chargers. I'm I don't. The year after K, yeah, the KC's won the division most years, but yeah, I could see actually see the Chargers getting past them. That I gotta make sure of something because I there's a reason why I know there was a small little reason why I don't have faith. Because Kansas City, Kansas City got rid of Kansas City got rid of all their pass rushers. The only person they brought back was the defensive tackle, so they got no defensive ends. Carl Loftus has to step up and be that guy this year, and we don't know if he can. And Frank Clark came through in the playoffs. As much as they didn't want to pay him because he's a vet, and they were like, "This is the reason why we drafted Carl Loftus." I got, I got to be honest. Show me, show me again in the playoffs. It was all Frank Clark. I'm not saying he's bad, and I get it was his rookie year. But he's going to have to take another step forward, and I see it. But I'm going to need to see it on the field before I pick you. I think the Chargers could get past him. And the fact that they was giving it to Jacksonville like that really surprised me. So, listen, they're only – they're plus 12 or 1,300 on most sites. FanDuel's got them at plus 13. MGM's got them at plus 14 to win the AFC. Kansas City, you know, they may or may do it. But they're, they're going to be the favorites every year. They got Mahomes. They got – um. They got Mahomes. They got a solid offensive line, but one of their offensive linemen is left. So we'll see if they can protect him and keep, you know, keep it going. And they got Kelsey, so they got stars. But they did Even give him 35 way, points in, in, the, in the Super Bowl. I got to pull this back to your Chargers thing, though. Even back from to Drew Brees to Phillip Rivers, even to now to um, Justin Herbert, I don't never trust the Chargers to do anything. I they might can make the playoffs, but I doubt they could go any deeper in the playoffs. They usually have a, a good super type of souped-up team. But, you know, they, they really don't go anywhere. The Chargers are like the Angels. They do it until they don't do it. But the Angels did win the World Series, and they beat Barry Bonds to do it. And he was all juiced up and playing great. And they still win that World Series. But it's the Chargers, and I doubt they'll have home field. But if they can win that division, anything's possible. Yeah, and that's not happening. If Miami can make the playoffs and lose by three to the Bills at home, I can see the Chargers getting a home game in the playoffs. But I mean, look, that, there's, there's – uh... You know, there's a reason why no no team has repeated as Super Bowl champion since the 0304 Patriots. So I'm not saying that uh, Kansas City is a lot to win the championship, but in terms of winning that division, until I see um, Coach Staley and and char- at the Chargers, you know, until I see him not make the big mistakes to put his team in bad positions to lose games. Until I see the version of Russell Wilson that was an MVP caliber candidate, you know, five years ago in Seattle. Uh, and until I see what Denver can do from there. And until I see, and I, I mean, in the Raiders, forget about it. I don't think the Raiders, I don't think Raiders have a shot in hell. Um, so, you know, until I see one of those other two teams make a, you know, a real push and, you know, and, and get them out, I just don't see Kansas City losing that division. But we'll see. I hear you. Back to the Jets. I hear what you're saying. That makes sense. I mean, I may be discounted, but I just think it's very, very hard to repeat. And there's so many changes in the past. It was all that defense. You know, that defense was mm-hmm. just unstoppable those two years. 
um, Brewski and all of them dudes. And actually, the head coach who's out in um, Tennessee right now, Vrabel. But yeah. the Jets, Anthony, the Jets are 20 days away from today when we're recording. They're 20 days away from the Hall of Fame game. They're going to be playing in Canton, Ohio. And they're on Hard Knocks. How exciting. Yeah, they're getting everything this year. They're on Hard Knocks. They're going to go into Canton. They're going to be playing a Hall of Fame game. You got Revis and um, what's the name? Cle- I believe it's Klecko's going into the Hall of Fame. Joe Klecko's going in finally? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Why did I think he was in already? I wanted to go. To, I actually wanted to go, but, you know, I had to do other things like move and stuff like that, so I can't spend money on that right now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, everything's going all jets up, and I'm trying to be all quiet about it, but things ain't happening. When's the Hall of Fame ceremony? Um, that's a good question. I don't know when is that, but hmm. which ceremony? Like every, the Hall of, Fame. Hall of Fame ceremony. Uh, the second or the th- no the 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 fourth is a Friday. I think it's like that. That it's that weekend. Fourth is a Friday. And it's like the sixth or something like that. It happens the same week as the Hall of Fame game, right? So it happens like a couple mm-hmm. days before. Okay. Yeah. But the Hall of Fame game is uh, on Thursday, Thursday, August third. Jets Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. Because the NBA does theirs in August, the week after, or two weeks after. Although NBA, everybody, pretty much everybody gets into the NBA Hall of Fame now. So yeah. And your boy Revis is going in this year. Yep. Klecko's going in. Like it's a big, it's a big year for the Jets, man. Yeah, it's like it's, it's all year. Jets up. I'm like, it's all Jets up, and it's scaring the shit out of me. To be honest, it's scaring the shit out of me. Hard knocks, Aaron Rodgers, everything's going Jets way. Look, at least you won't you won't have to worry about you know, Aaron Rodgers will not play in that Hall of Fame game. That's not happening. You sure about that? Um, well, I, you know, I actually I do have a I do have a question about that. How much is Aaron Rodgers going to play in the preseason? This is the first time not he's played. <laughs> I, I, I I'm I'm thinking the same thing, but I'm I'm thinking like I say one snap do, in the last. Do they need the last game? Do they need to you know get him some game reps? Um, with this team, with his offense that has him showing up. I mean, he he was surprisingly, uh, you know, uh, present at all of the, you know, the OTAs and the man, the, the non-mandatory workouts and all of those things. So that was, sure. that was a shock to say the least. I know the so I wonder story. if that's enough. Yeah. I wonder if that's enough for him to not have to play in the preseason games or if he's going to want to play some preseason games. He seems to, I mean, one thing about Aaron Rodgers is he seems to have a lot more energy seems to have a little pep in his step because you know he's no longer playing in Green Bay, Wisconsin, which makes sense because you know it's Green Bay. He's got access to, to them. <laughs> he's got access to them good psychedelics. You know, he can finally do something after six o'clock when he goes home. The psychedelics must be doing something because he looks younger too, and it's legal. So you know, it is in New York. It's a whole other, and in New York, it's a whole other thing. So you know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, he he seems to be. Spry and ready to go, so maybe he might he might want to play a, a preseason snap or two to try to, you know, work out there, you know, to work things out against you know some live opponents before the before the first week of the season. The thing is that while the Jets had some good years, you know, like the the Rex years or whatever, when they you know went to the playoffs, or whatever. The things I'm scared of is like the like the year that the Jets should have went to um should have went to the Super Bowl but didn't, and then the year they was about to start with Vinny Testaverde. If Vinny Testaverde had that ankle injury the first year, I'm afraid oh, of one of those God. things might happen. You're talking like back all the way back in like 2004. Yes, but those, I remember you know, that game. Un- I saw that game live. Unfortunately, those things aren't—they're unavoidable, right? You can't play for those things, so you know. 
it even went on. Um, what's the name? What's that dude? He's on our team, the linebacker dude. Um, got his name already. I can't believe I forgot his name. CJ Mosley. Yeah, CJ Mosley. I don't know why I forgot his name for. This coffee didn't sink in yet. But anyway, CJ Mosley <laughs> first came to the Jets. I was all hyped. Defense gonna be awesome. By the third quarter, this dude was gone for the season. This is too much hype. It's too much. I think hard knocks will be good for them because it'll get them unified as a team and it'll help them keep them loose. We'll see how much of a hard ass. Um, they already unifies. That's true. And with Rodgers being unified, there. They unified you. They didn't want Zach Wilson. That's how you unified them. They humbled them. And I think Zach Wilson is going to learn. and he'll get to, You know what the cool thing about this is? He'll have a chance to sit behind literally his idol. The, get, the person yeah. who's patterned his game after. And Rodgers has been in the league for, what, 18 years? Yeah, he, he did say that as his idol. Yeah, so for 18 years, he's been in the league. Zach Wilson is all of 24 years old. So he'll get to see a professional do this. He don't even got to tutor him. All Zach Wilson has to do is sit back and pay attention. And there'll be games where Rodgers has killed it. And, you know, he'll get a chance to come in and play. That's you one know? thing I do like, though. Every time I see, like, a court Jets practice and Rodgers throwing around, I see little Zach Wilson in the background with his notepad. I actually seen it before. He's like all wide open and stuff like that, sitting on the side with the with the other quarterback that came from Green Bay that nobody cares about. You know, he's sitting there with his notepad and stuff. I like how it's little Zach Wilson now. See, when, when he was drafted, you were like, nah, he's taller than you think. He's bigger than you think. <laughs> now he's little Zach Wilson. I love it. I, lo- I love the, the whole 180 you're doing. He's a little brother now. He's a little brother, you know, taking notes. You know, he'd be he'd be there maybe three, four years or whatever. So, Ant, would you bet? Would you bet the Jets? I just want to ask you one last question before we go out. Would you bet Mm -hmm. the Jets to win the division? Yes. You realize they're they're tied with Miami in terms of odds. I don't care about the odds. They're plus four hundred. Miami ain't nothing. What about the Bills? Yes, I still say we're gonna beat the Bills. We you don't understand it. Right. Yes, you don't understand this, Ace. The Jets almost swept the Bills last year, and this was with Zach Wilson and Mike White and could broke it down Joe Flacco. Yeah, see, but Mike White swept the Bills. Mike White's in Miami now, so he's got your playbook. He don't have shit. <laughs> he has the old playbook. This is a different coordinator. That's true. You fired the whole coordinator. Yeah, and we got rid of Mike White. You know, he's going. Mike White's going to be playing at the end of the season for for Miami, though. I get Mike Wade that. He's going to be the starter for Miami by the end of the wow. season. I'm guaranteeing this now. If there's a bet out there, there's a prop bet or anything like that out there, I'm betting this right now. Mike White will be the starter going into next year for Miami. Dolphins. Everybody everybody in the Guaranteed. five boroughs in the Tri-State area, New York, New Jersey, Southern Connecticut, you hear this. Mike White is better than Tua. Wow. I don't know about all that, but um, Tua was Guaranteed. doing pretty good until he got concussed the second time. Yeah, he's gonna get concussed again. I won't be surprised he get concussed. Uh, I hope it doesn't happen, but I'll, you know, I don't mm. wish for it to happen. But I won't be surprised he get concussed before week one. Good, man. Yeah, that's that's real fandom. You 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 still support Mike White? And he ain't even on your team. He's playing for a rival. Mike White's still, a man. You still support Mike White? Once a Jet, always a Jet. You know that 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 that, that Miami Dolphin powder blue crap, or whatever the hell they, they have there, can rub right off. That orange crap, <laughs> you know, that can rub right off. You see, you see green and white. <laughs> this is the most exciting the AFC East has been since literally 2001, when they all those teams had a chance to actually win. When there was well, five teams the in that position. No, because then the Colts was there. Oh, no, you're talking about 2001 when the Colts was there. I'm yeah. talking about right now, the Patriots suck and nobody gives a shit about them. Even the, though past was, they, the past was They finally good. got an off-seed. 
the, the Pats finally yeah. got an OC now, so let's see what happens with them. Yeah, Bill, that's going to be interesting because they're still waiting on DeAndre Hopkins, and I want to see where he goes. Because where he goes can change a lot. Because if he goes to New England, that really makes it super tough for every team in that division. Yeah, but then you then, then I'm scared of him if he goes there. We are going to our shout-outs. Dan, you could kick us off real quick. Any shout-outs for the summer? Yeah, shout-outs to um, Quentin Williams for getting your contract right in time before Hard Knocks. I'm glad you got your $96 million. Yeah, I know you was trying to fight for those years, and you got your you got your years, and you're happy. Going to you get better every year sooner or later. Uh, quite, I'm, I'm guaranteeing this now. I know this is a little fandom in me, but you're gonna be you're gonna be mini Aaron Donald soon. Now you're not gonna be Aaron Donald, but you're gonna be mini Aaron Donald soon. You'll be right the step right below him sooner or later. You're gonna be right there. You're almost there. I, I wouldn't be surprised this, this year. Shout out to all those guys who got fired from ESPN. You know, <laughs> y'all guys got money, whatever. But you know, too bad we won't be seeing y'all no more. Shout out to y'all guys. Um, I don't know who else to shout out to. You know, I, I forgot all about these shout out stuff. Um, yeah, that's my shout outs. I, I, shout outs to you know. Oh, shout outs to Wimby too. You know, you you got dunked on that first game, but you know you came back. <laughs> you know, I heard you came back in that other game. I wish I saw the second game. You know, you got to put some muscles. You know, eat, eat you know eating some you know those Texas um San Antonio barbecue places. You know, around four ten and sixteen oh four. You know, if you're if you're in San Antonio, you know what I'm talking about. And around the highways and stuff like that, where those barbecue places at, put a pack on some muscles, get you know at least the size of Tim Duncan, you'll be all right. You're right. People, you'll be, you'll be, people, people will be afraid of you. Right now, they ain't afraid of you. You got Muggsy Bowes who can dunk on your behind right now, if, if anything. But shout out to you. That's my shout out. <laughs> All right, and I'm gonna kick it off. Shout out to the WNBA All Star Game. My Liberty are leading in the East, 14 and four on the year. Hey, your Liberty. Have- my New York Liberty. You heard me. My New York Liberty. Since Teresa Witherspoon was on that team. And we met her over at Basketball City when I was playing high school ball. If you were there, you're there. Real Hoopers, no. Okay? Don't start with me, Ann. My New York Liberty. Stewie. Stewie. We got Ionescu. We got Vandersloot. We still got Tiffany Prince on the team. They're going to carry through, and I'm counting on them. I'm betting on them to win the NBA championship. Although the Aces look real strong, they're 19 and 2. Hope they could take this break and come back and win some games. You know um, you're a fan. I've been watching WNBA games for a minute. Um, I like to bet on them. I haven't been picking them because I'm not super confident in those picks because I end with the others. I want to give you all good information out here. So trust me, I'm not trying to just, you know, throw anything out that I don't really believe and I haven't researched yet. But I'm out here doing the math, doing the calculations just for y'all. And shout out to all the NBA, um, shout out to all the NFL running backs that are holding out for more money. Hold that line. If all the actors are on strike and if all the writers are on strike, trust me, they need y'all too. Saquon Barkley, get your money. Dalvin Cook, get your bread. And to former Dallas Cowboys running back, back, was it Ezekiel Elliott, get your money, man. They paid you when they should have. You just couldn't hold up because they kept running you into the ground. Now they're, you know, they're blaming you and nothing's ever stacks fault. That's why Amari Cooper got out of there. Luckily, you can get out of there and hopefully we won the championship. Because this year ain't the Cowboys year, so don't blame yourself. Go get your money, man. Um, maybe the Bears could pick you up because I know, I, I really do believe you know, running back. But that kid we got in the first, in the third round, who was B. Sean Robinson's backup out of Texas, he's looking pretty good in training camp, I heard in OTAs. He's been impressive. Hold out for that extra money. Don't let them Giants be cheap. Them people got bread. The Maris got the money to pay you, and they should be paying you. The fact they could pay Daniel Jones $40 million for two years guaranteed, 
is wild to me. I know Levon ain't here. I know he'd be telling me to shut up. But uh, Saquon, Saquon needs to get paid. That man's been carrying that team ever since he snapped his ACL. And he came back and he's, you know, out here like Derrick Henry running over people. You were the reason why they won that playoff game against Minnesota. Don't forget that. And just just, just wait. Just hold out week one. See what happens. See if they win that game. I bet you they won't. I bet you they'll be calling you. You'll get that guaranteed money then. Yeah, real quick. And shout out to Shohei Otani, the greatest baseball player I've ever seen play. Man hit two home runs in a game, struck out 10 people won the game. He's doing stuff Babe Ruth didn't even do. It's amazing. And hopefully he'll be a Yankee next year because I know we're going to come up with that money to figure out a way to get rid of Stanton and get him instead. And Malik, what you got? Yeah, Shohei Otani's so good and yet they keep losing. Can't win. He's, you know, all it's those numbers. Angels, man. It's the Angels. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. You're the best player in the world. You're supposed to be on a better team. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be performing for a better team. He plays every day. And he pitches every fifth day. So you know what? How are you gonna be the MVP and your team's trash? I'm sorry, it just doesn't it doesn't work for me. Um well you took you took one of my shout outs, Ace. Uh, I wanted to shout out those running backs for you know fighting for the fighting for their line in the sand, fighting for their money. I mean, there used to be, you know, when we grew up, you know, all of us, uh, all of us growing up, the running back position was extremely important to to the NFL, you know, to to football teams and and having a strong solid running game was the most was was, you know, tantamount to being, you know, the best team in the league and star running backs like Evan Smith, and Barry Sanders, and Adrian Peterson and Curtis Martin and uh Walter, Walter Payton. Thank and, you. Don't don't, don't forget you know, like, don't don't do well, that. Well, I I tell he's a little far, he's a little further back than I was going. Neil but, Anderson. You know. Matt Forte. If 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 your if your team had a great running back, you had a chance. You know, um, even going even even like going into the early two thousands, guys like you know Eddie George, Jamal Lewis, Marshawn, you know um, uh, Marshall Falk, Marshawn Lynch, like all of those guys, like these 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 running backs that you know were Ladanian Tomlinson, these guys that were huge, you know uh, stars are now just being relegated to footnotes. You know, we're giving all this money to quarterbacks. And these running backs are being shafted. So, yes, I agree. Bottom line, Saquon, get your bread. Get all the bread that you all the bread that you need. If the, if the Giants got forty to give, if the Giants got forty to give to Daniel Jones, who would be nothing without you, uh, the Giants should be giving you sixteen, and Daniel Jones should be giving you ten of that. I'm sorry, it's just that's just just how it's going. Okay, the Giants should be paying you, and Daniel Jones should be paying you under the table. Because bottom line is he's not doing a damn thing on that team without you. So all you all my running backs, go out there, make your bread, do what you need to do. And uh shout out to y'all. Shout out to Jalen, uh Jalen Brown of the Boston Celtics, who did just enough, just enough on under his current contract to, you know, uh qualify for the Supermax extension from Boston, which is four years. And two hundred and ninety-five million dollars. It's a four-year. I'm sorry, five-year, two hundred ninety-five million dollar extension from the Boston Celtics. Look, you should get some of that to Saquon Barkley. I don't care if you think if you think this dude is a top five player, a top three player, a top twenty player, whatever. The bottom line is he earned it. And in that racist ass town, they're gonna call you the N word when you don't when you don't do good. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna trash your mama. They're going to call you a monkey in the stands. Take that team for all the bread that you could possibly take them for. 
at the very least, you get your money, you get paid, you go live on an island somewhere, and you fly into the stadium whenever you want to play a game. That's what you go do, okay? Jalen Brown, get that bread. And next up is Jason Tatum. And we're going to hamstring this team, two young black boys, you know, running around, uh, running around the streets of Boston, you know, doing anything. And uh, yeah, we can't, we can't, we can't pay anybody else. Shout out to Kristaps Porzingis. Kneecaps got signed, kneecaps got traded to the Celtics, and maybe now he's gonna get himself a, an opportunity to win a ring. Um out there in Boston. I hope it doesn't happen because it is still Boston. I don't want to see them do anything of any merit. Hometown but if they're gonna uh, <laughs> if they're gonna uh, do anything, you know what? Uh you know, let, let, let kneecaps be a part of it. Uh, he sounds like he's uh, reminiscent about being. He keeps trying to come. It's funny how he keeps trying to come a little closer and a little closer to New York. Every every time everywhere he goes, he just wants to come a little bit closer. So now he can like see us. He can see New York from from a distance. He can see New York because he's gonna try to come back. I already know it. I already know he's trying to come back. He didn't like he didn't like being traded being traded away. So he didn't like he's he's gonna try to make it back there. Um, do I have any more? Do I have any more? Yeah, shout out, shout out, shout out to them, shout out to them, to them Miami bums, um, Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, Caleb Martin, all you, all you dudes whose names we did not know. Uh, shout out to the the flying Jimmy Butlers down there in Miami, who have now gotten contracts and moved on to bigger, better things. Uh, you know, because uh, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy, y'all, y'all should be giving Jimmy Butler some of that, some of that bread that y'all that y'all have earned. You know, hit Jimmy Butler off with a Miller Lite. You know, let, let hit him, hit him, hit him off with, with that with that commercial money, because y'all wouldn't be getting paid jack without him. And last but not least, prayers out for you know my man Lonzo Ball. You know, uh, it's messed up. You know, you that the the type of career that he could have had, um, and the type of game that he showed over the course of his career, over the course of his very, very early in his career, to see him now miss another season with these knee injuries, he's probably never going to be the same again if he ever winds up playing. Hopefully he has a, a bounce back like Sean Livingston did when he came back from his uh, gruesome injuries, you know, uh, and he's able to carve out a role on a on a, on a team. Um, but he's, you know, situations like that, you know, you just hate to, hate to see him. Um, oh, that was the that was the shout out that I wanted to do. My last one, shout out to the Buffalo Bills training staff. Um, they got their SB uh, a couple nights ago. They got their SB uh, Pat Tillman Award um, for the the work that they did uh, healing Demar Hamlin. Demar Hamlin was there. Uh, presented the award to the Buffalo Bills training staff. They came out and it was a very emotional, very, very, uh, very good moment. I don't typically watch the SBs, but I made sure to tune in uh, when that happened. So shout out to them and uh, shout out to the NFL. It's coming back. Let's do this. Let's get it. Let's get it going. It's been gone for too long. Feels like this 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 off season has been too long. Fourteen oh, one more shout days. Out to the NBA too. Camp. I almost yeah. shout out to the NBA for getting, for putting that little new flopping ruling too. Shout out to them. I might actually start yeah. watching again. That and the in season tournament, I'm actually looking forward to both of those things. Hopefully the NBA found the, the the NBA is going to find a way to now make us argue about whether whether what what is or isn't a flop. We've been doing that now. Anything LeBron James does is a flop. No, because now it means see, but Ace, but now it means okay. Skip. We could, uh, but now it means of a, a, a technical free throw. Now it means points during yeah. the game. So now you're really going to that bothers me. It used to be an art of doing it, but now see, but. The players who get accused of doing that stuff aren't on the Knicks anyway. So now that's to our advantage. 
the only team that really the, the only team that really goes out of their way to make contact with people and play tough defense or basically get in your way and like push you and shove you are the Heat because they can't because that's how those guys made their money. It's like we're gonna we're gonna nudge you and poke and prod because we can't we're not more athletic than you. We're not more skilled than you, but we're gonna out hustle you and out tough you at every single play. And that's the well, little so it's gonna make the game more physical. But come on now, y'all guys, you, you guys told me you can't tell whether it's a flop. I mean, you see LeBron James get a little, little light tap, and also he flies across the court. So I thought it's I used not, to know what a, what a charge was, but apparently I don't. So I, I was getting those calls wrong every playoffs. It's, you know, and that's that's the thing. It's not, it's not about what is or what isn't an obvious flop. It's now that it's become part of the game that's being called on the floor, it's going to be debated around you know you know what gets called it's about what gets called right it's not really about what it is it's about what oh, gets God, called you know because it's now like if it gets called week or whatever like that it yeah calls games and stuff like that right because now if it gets called it's free throws it's technical foul it's technical free throws and i don't know if it's like one shot in the ball or you know whatever it is but it means something to the to the outcome of a game now and that's the thing that i feel like it's just gonna you know, I hope it works out, but I, I'm I'm not I'm not enthusiastic about it. I, I, I it was it was better for me. Yeah, I'm saying it was better for me when we just when we just laughed at it, like when we just watched people flop and like we just laughed at it. It became YouTube videos and like, you know, whatever you complain about it, but whatever. But now, <laughs> if you're down, like like think about that playoff game. You know, your team's up three. You know, forty seconds left. You know, you're trying to make a, you know, you're trying to close a game out, and some guy, you know, is backing down your, backing down your, 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 your in the paint, and your guy falls down trying to take a charge, and he gets called for flopping. Like, it's either in the past, it's either a no call, or maybe it's a defensive foul, right? He gets a blocking charge, the guy goes to the free throw line, he takes two shots, and now ball. But if he gets called for flopping, it's a technical free throw. They get one shot and they still get the ball. So, I mean, like, it's I a think it should be called when it's an obvious bad dynamic. acting. That, but that's what I'm saying. What's get what gets called? Is it just the obvious ones? Because then, then it probably doesn't mean anything. It's because they start calling they it add, a little closer. You think it might help if they add more refs to the game? No, because it'll encourage players now to either when, when they're trying to force contact to get to the line. It'll, it'll encourage guys to either not hard foul, but encourage guys to commit more to actually going after the ball or being in better position on defense. Defense will be at a premium. That'll be something that'll be real key. Defensive teams like the Knicks, the Heat, Sacramento, LA, will that will be something that will be a point of emphasis. And they'll let you know in the preseason. They'll let you know how they're calling it in the preseason. Like the NBA preseason is something that's really looked at, but like those October games, in the early November games, that's basically what it is, even though I prefer they just start playing on Christmas Day and then go later so we'd have more to talk about in July. Like, you'll see it in the first couple of weeks. I mean, they've been testing it in summer league, and it hasn't – I don't think it's been called yet. Exactly. But there's not, those kids don't flop. There's not much organization in summer They league. don't know how. Yeah. Can't teach it. You know, they're not all James Harden yet. They don't know savvy veteran moves. But shout out to all our listeners out in Michigan, Wisconsin, California, Texas, Georgia, Louisiana, New York, all in New England. Hope y'all are doing well this summer and hope y'all enjoyed your 4th of July. We'll be back in two weeks in August with more breakdowns of conferences, more breakdowns of the NFL, 
and more breakdowns of fantasy football and drafts and all of that fun stuff. We'll oh, one thing we also got to have too. Come when we come back in two weeks, yes. all breakdowns of court, all predictions of who's gonna um who's gonna make it to the playoffs and our Super Bowl predictions. Oh, we're gonna have well, we'll have our super early Super Bowl predictions. We're gonna have our division champ. We're gonna have our conference champions. We're gonna have our division champions, and we're gonna have our playoff predictions. And I think you kind of know where I'm leaning with my Chargers uh, takes that I got. Going. Yeah, I don't know about the Chargers thing. It's just like a, it's like a Bears take, you know, about them going somewhere. <laughs> and I'll have some more updates on the whole gambling news thing and on that um, college betting scandal that was going on with the uh, LSU uh, Alabama baseball game where the coach got fired. Apparently, they were communicating on Signal, and my man tried to put half a million dollars on that game, which is how he got busted in wow. person in Ohio. You know, that's why you're supposed to have somebody else to do that for you. You don't do exactly. that yourself. Well, we've gone on long enough. Um, we'll talk to y'all later. We out. Peace. 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 And the coffee sunk in. <laughs>